Welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I'm your GM for this game and for many others. And I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson, hello, Mr. Neil Kelly, hello, Mr. Darren Mafucci, hello, and Miss Amy Chislett, hello. Sorry, I, I had a bit of a brain fart for just a second there. I was like, "What? Why are we here? What are we doing?" Who am I? <laughs> am I wearing trousers? The answer to all those questions is yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have to take your word for it on that last one. We can only mm. see you from the, the shoulders up. The shoulders up, and that's and that's the way I like it, Neil. That's the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good evening, folks. It's a uh, very muggy July evening as we're as we're recording this. How how's everyone doing? <laughs> I'm going to keep really fucking quiet because so so yeah. listeners, everyone here has just heard me absolutely fucking raging. Yeah, Stu, Stu has just told us all the latest announcement <laughs> from our murdering twatsing government. And uh, Stu told us exactly how he felt about that, so we won't <laughs> we won't go over it again now. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. So with that in mind, everybody else, how uh, how's your evenings going? What what have you been up to? I oh, think I've, I've had. A, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, hey, no, 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 no. Please, please, no, no, please. No, please. I was only going to say I've been cat sitting. That's been the highlight of my oh, week. Lovely. <laughs> nice. How, how how many cats have you been cat sitting, Amy? Just the one, and it has taken till today for him to like me. But he, he, he's so cute, bless him. Well, they tend <laughs> not to like you if you sit on them. Yeah, I try not to sit on the cat. <laughs> there you go. What what kind of cat is it? This is this is important information. We have to know what uh, kind of cat is it and what's it called. It uh, his name is Louis. Okay, Louis the cat. I like Louis it. the cat, and his uh, main croon crosses something else. So he's very fluffy. Mm. I can imagine main main coons are just the fluffiest things imaginable. Yeah. I really want and one. Big. <laughs> yeah. I used to have a main coon called Loki. Oh. Did you really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huge cat. Yeah. So the uh, the kind of cat I would absolutely love to have, and there is no way I can have one in my flat at the moment because it wouldn't be fair on it. Uh, I would love a Norwegian forest cat. Mm. Oh, what do they look like? I'm going to look this up. Well, they've got oh. very distinctive ears. Yes, they have. Well, I mean, I mean, in Norse mythology, the Norwegian forest cat um, is is the animal that pulls uh, the goddess Freya's chariot. Um, but I like I like Norwegian forest cats because they are just the most fearless things on on the planet. Um, They're the they most ru- fluffiest things. They are <laughs> like, and that that enormous ball of fluff will happily run headfirst down a ten foot tree, yeah. and not even think about it. I would love mm. one of these. So fluffy. Yeah. Personally, oh. right now, I'd really love a Jaguar so that I can set it on the fucking oven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, uh, if, if Jaguar-related um, crime suddenly has a, has a, mm. has a sudden sharp, sharp spike, uh, I, want, I, I want the rest of the world to know that I, I, I personally had nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Neil, you had something to say. Yes. Hey, Ben. No, I've, I've had a quiet day. My, my wife, my wife has been to Wimbledon today, and uh, she's still there. On set, on not on centre court, on court number one. There you go. Was <laughs> is, 
Is, is, is she winning? Is she competing? <laughs> is she? <laughs> well, she she was wearing whites when she left, so I think she was hoping that she might get a game. You know, for the <laughs> just in ju- just in case there's some freak injury to Serena Williams, they yeah, want to we we need someone to take over. And Janet's just like, I can do it. I, I'm desperate. You, you yeah, know, she pulled out for an injury. Yeah. Did she? Oh, I maybe did. the wife did. did that's okay. why I her. <laughs> <laughs> ja- Janet or Serena? Uh, Serena. Ah, right. right. Yeah, she's <laughs> Caused by Janet. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not very good at jokes sometimes. I take things a bit literally. Yeah. <laughs> Janet. Janet Janet smuggled in a bag of bricks into mm. the court and, and nobody asked why. Mm. A bit a bit like we do when we're when we when we cast as an understudy. You know, you just set traps for the person you're understudying for, don't you? you set booby traps. And... Yeah. Paint it. Well, it's easy with bricks, you just paint them red, charge ten quid each and call them strawberries. <laughs> that's that's next level thinking right there. Mm. 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 I, I will forever now be suspicious if, if Stu offers me a bowl of strawberries and cream. And, and, yeah. and they're really big square strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> big <laughs> oblongs. <laughs> I, I would say be suspicious anyway, because for one thing, I can't stand strawberries. For another, I'm lactose intolerant. So if I offer you strawberries and cream... It's probably not Stu. It's an imposter. Oh, well, Wim- Wimbledon's not for you, then. Mm-hmm. No, well, I can't stand tennis either, so... I don't like. I, I mean, I like it. I like a game of tennis. Or I, I never. I was never. I, I did get to be sort of halfway good at it, you know. But, but I, I'm. I'm not a spectator sport fan. No. I, I, I don't. Mean, I don't like all the things that are associated with it, all the nationalism, the snobbery, oh, the uh, the glorification I mean, ten- of the military. You know, tennis is just one of those sports that I've never been able to enjoy watching, like at all. Like it's up there with cricket and baseball for things that I will not watch under any circumstances because I just find it so boring. Well, I, I find I find most sports, even say football, um, to, to really enjoy it, you have to care about the result. Mm. If you don't care either way, it's really boring. And that, that I, I, I divide sports into two categories. One of them is most sports, where you have to care about who wins in order to have any interest in it. And the other one is the sports I like, which is um, stock car racing and wrestling, where you mm. don't have to care who wins. <laughs> no, yeah. that's it. You watch. You watch those for for the spectacle. Absolutely, and the, yeah. And the uh, and the promise of an eighty mile an hour collision between <laughs> yeah. three cars that are made of cardboard, or or a, or a massive slapdown. Obviously, not yeah. Greco-Roman Olympic style wrestling. It has to be WWE, you know, whacking each other with chairs and. Did did I ever tell you I used to do banger racing? You did mention it, yeah. Mm, mm, back when I was in my twenties, yeah, down in Cornwall, yeah, nice. Yeah. Bangers I mean, we and... called it stock car racing technically, but uh, yeah, it was banger racing, bangers so, and smash. Ba- yeah, ba- banger racing to me sounds like when you've just got two two sausages at the top of the hill and you roll them down <laughs> to see which one gets there first. Yeah. <laughs> banger, I hardly know. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Oh dear, oh dear, and. Uh, well, we've we, we've not heard from Darren much so far. How are you doing, buddy? Um, sleepy tired. His, his sleepy eyes tired. are open. He's, he understood what yeah. you said. I'm all right. I'm all right. It's just been a, st- a standard Monday, really. Work. Come home. I didn't have a very good night's sleep last night. I woke up at about one o'clock with a raging headache, and then just as I managed to start falling back to sleep, my alarm went off. Oh, so it's just so been a long day. Mm. Um. But yeah, I'm right. 
I've not done much. I I did nothing over the weekend. <laughs> that uh, can be a good weekend. Oh, sorry, that's that's the wife <laughs> screaming. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's. I uh, know. I've got a text on the wife. Oh, yeah. it's a text from. <laughs> you have you have to remember this is the, this is an audio production. So all the edit, all the the listeners have just heard is. A loud, high-pitched scream, following by Neil going, "Oh, don't worry, oh. it's just the wife." <laughs> just the uh. wife. I'll, I'll put her on silent so you can't hear anyone. You mean you'll put the phone on silent? <laughs> I think I think this really needs to be established very clearly here. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Tales from, from a Twenty Side does yeah. not endorse domestic domestic violence in any way, shape, or form. Silencing your wife. <laughs> does that include the the government? Well, the government's <laughs> not your wife, so. No. I bought myself a new guitar. That's exciting. Ooh. Uh, it was a bass, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I bought myself thing. a new bass, yeah. Nice. New five string. It's very bass. pretty. No treble. But I've not had much of a chance to uh, mess about with it yet. Hmm. It's just hopefully hopefully you you'll get some time some time to play with that soon. Uh, but obviously not right now because we need to play some Pathfinder. What do you guys re- what do you guys say? Good segue. Yeah. Well we need to find out who these who these gits are coming towards the party, don't we? And God help them if they're government. That's all right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not wearing masks. Oh, oh. So yeah, what are, what are what are your early thoughts on this this situation you found yourselves in? I mean, obviously, currently only only Della, uh, being the person on watch, has seen these these individuals approaching. Uh, so yeah, the rest of you are, 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 are dreaming sweetly of uh, whatever it is your characters dream of. Yeah. Riding shark, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> you stay dry. You're all right. <laughs> Della's dead. Um, Della's gotten off relatively lightly so far because she wasn't a complete idiot and jumped into a freezing cold river. Not the thing tried to eat Chardonnay. I am. I, I mean, there is no way that Alwyn could let that go. No way Alwyn could let that go. Um, Fair enough. Well, what? I think we should we should uh, jump back in and sort of find out what. What, what it's what the water again. It's the water. We've only just got dry. <laughs> Alwyn is determined to get hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right, so uh, bringing ourselves back into the game, uh, our adventurers, Alwyn Templeton, Otto von Niederschläger, Brother Amos, and Della Thornbury, with their goal in sight, uh, the city of White Throne, um, far to the north of the land of Irison, um, and having just fought off uh, an attack from some assailants who attempted to take their stuff, um, the party uh, sort of began began to rest and uh, sort, sort, sort of get get themselves dry and ready to, to continue the last little leg of this this long journey they've been on. And as as they as they as they they were resting, uh, sort of getting 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 themselves dry, uh, they decided to to, to spend the night uh, in this sort of, sort of small little clearing on the other side of the of, of the river that they had just crossed. And whilst they were resting in, in this manner, um, Otto taking some time to teach Alwyn how to fish and uh, teaching him quite successfully, um, Della uh, received a message uh, from a mysterious person 
uh, from a place far, far away, uh, informing her of something that uh, she needed to remember and to take care of, perhaps, uh, once she arrived in the city of Whitethrone. Um, however, evading uh, attempts from, from the rest of the party to press her on the subject, uh, Della uh, eventually got got the group uh, to back got got the group to back off and uh, sort of just go about as as they had previously. Um, and as you kind of settled in for a night's rest, um, with Della taking the first watch, kind of just as the as the last vestiges of light. Uh, was starting to fail and sort of dip below below the horizon. Uh, Della, you became aware of uh, three large grey-skinned humanoids uh, advancing, certainly in what they believe to be a stealthy manner towards the party. Uh, these three um, tall-looking creatures, uh, each wielding a nasty, a nasty-looking hook in their hands, uh, were were moving very directly toward your camp um, but with your with your watchful halfling eyes keeping an eye out coupled with their particularly bad attempts at staying hidden uh, you've spotted them with a good deal of time to spare uh, so that is where we bring ourselves back in Della what would you like to do oh yeah it's been an enough day right um, I would like to stealthily wake everybody else up and let them know of what's going on with enough time to deal with it before they get here. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fine. So, uh, Della, as you as you kind of take uh, your your action to uh, to wake everybody up, I would like everybody to please roll initiative. Uh, Della, if if you would like, you can keep your previous roll, which was a twenty-seven. Oh, um, yeah. Or initiative. 22 for our win. Is that a perception? It is perception. Unless unless you want to use, use another skill. But I think for those of you who are just waking up, perception is, is appropriate. 27. 19. 19 for Amos. And Olwyn was... 22. 22. Very nice. Uh, right. So, Otto, you are tied with Della. Um, hmm. However, I'm going to say, as Della has woken you up, uh, Della was at, was at the top of the round, um, which means it is going to be your turn, Otto. You are you are shaken quietly awake awake by Della, and as you sort of um, roll over from your sleep, you turn and you can see uh, these these three creatures advancing through the forest um, with it, with definite purpose toward your group. Um. They are big, aren't they? Um, I don't want to launch into an attack straight away. I will call to them to, to um, stand, stop where they are and state their business. All right. So, what what do you shout, Otto, from your from your kind of lying down position? You there, stop where you are, and and tell us what you want. Otherwise, make some sort of diversion around us. 
Alright, uh, as, as you call, as you sort of sit up and call out Otto, uh, you see these three shapes uh, do stop very abruptly. Um, you can see them sort of starting to mur murmur to each other. Um, uh, we'll, get, we'll get a feel for what they do in just a moment. Uh, do you want to do anything else with your turn, Otto? Um... Stand up! No, I don't think I will stand up. I think I will okay. stay where I am. I will stay where I am. Alright. Uh, so with Otto's turn done, we are around to Olwyn. Uh, you also find yourself coming to consciousness, uh, just as Otto calls over to these three individuals. Okay, well, first thing Alwyn is going to do is stand up, because that presents as less of an easy target. That's a bigger target. Uh, no, you're, you're, you're easier to hit because you're prone when you're laying down. So oh, it's like being flat-footed. That's why, that's why soldiers to hit lie on down. The floor. No, that's why soldiers hit. lie down when they, when they, <laughs> when they come under fire. You, you <laughs> argue the rules with Dom, then. <laughs> <laughs> My instinct is to stay low. I mean, if, if these creatures suddenly take out um, like M1 Garands and start popping off rifle <laughs> yeah. shots at you, that might be accurate. But or we'll, shooting, we'll see shooting arrows or throwing things. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. And there's a difference between lying on your bunk and taking cover. Uh, regardless, so uh, always, anyway, always anyway. first action is to stand yeah. up. You've got two uh, actions left. Is, is Chardonnay awake? Yeah, I'm assuming that as part of taking her turn to wake you up, she's woken. Della's woken Chardonnay for a while. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Arwin will uh, draw his rapier and shield. And third action. Third action, he'll raise his shield. All right. Okay. So Alwyn sort of gets himself gets himself ready just in case uh, fighting breaks out. Uh, end of Alwyn's turn. We're on to Brother Ramos. Uh, similar situation. You find yourself coming to consciousness. You hear Otto calling out. You see Alwyn preparing himself. What would you like to do? I think I'm just going to stand up, dust myself off, and see what happens. Yeah. No worries. You can absolutely do that. Uh, so after Brother Amos's turn, uh, we are round to Nadia. Um, Nadia, sim similar to Otto, uh, is kind of going to wait and see what happens. Uh, Nadia is going to delay her initiative um, until after Otto has acted. Uh, which now brings us round to uh, the unfamiliar creatures with their almighty initiative of one. <laughs> uh, this is what happens when a creature who is not at all stealthy in, in any way uh, tries to use stealth for its initiative roll. <laughs> uh, but there we go. But you see these, these three creatures kind of stop stop moving briefly as, as Otto call, calls out to them. And you can hear them call, call out to, to, each, to each other. Shh, shh. They seen us. What do we do? I don't know. Charge! And these three creatures, having having spent a, a, a moment of time there debating amongst themselves, uh, do come rushing towards your camp. 
So with the interaction that they just had uh, between themselves, it does take the rest of their turn to get all the way up to your camp. But you, you see they, they, they come bursting out of the tree line, uh, making a move directly towards your group and getting up into range of most of you. Apart from one which was a bit further back and couldn't quite get there. Uh, that's going to end their turn. Uh, Della, we're on to you. You see these three large creatures come pelting out of the trees towards you. Hmm. Towards your group. What I would like to do, and I don't know if, if Pathfinder allows me to do that, is I want to kick up the campfire in their faces. <laughs> yeah, okay. Doing um, that. I'm sure it does. Let's 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 see how we can improvise this. Uh, so I tell you what, um, Della, what's your athletics DC? Uh. So your athletic score plus ten. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have probably only one of these guys because I think it's not going mm. a bit too far to get all, any more than that. I'm, I'm going to have the, the, the one that came rushing in first um, make a reflex save against your athletics DC. Okay. And we'll see if he dodges out the way of that. Yeah, going for the eyes. Uh, that's a natural one. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes! <hit> him, <laughs> it, you hit him full in the face there, Della, um, as you kind of just grab the you grab the um uh the campfire and just upend it straight into his face um you see he sort of reels back uh with bits of his skin uh burning his hands go straight up to his eyes uh, Della could you please roll 2d6 for me of course I can do I get sneak attack I don't <laughs> think so <laughs> uh I rolled an eight eight okay uh, so 16 points of damage later, um, you can see that that, that creature's uh, face and body is quite severely burnt, uh, but they are still rushing forwards. Um, I'm probably going to say that was two actions to do that. No worries. Uh, I would like to then uh, run up around the side of the campfire, sort of, oh, I, I'm, what I want to do is see if I can squeeze round and get round behind uh, the one nearest to us at the north. Uh, yeah, I think you probably can, um, especially as a halfling, uh, sort of being a little bit smaller than uh, than everybody else. I believe I can get there, so I will get right behind him. Yeah, you absolutely can. So you sort of seeing this creature rushing forward, uh, you upend the campfire into its face, and then sort of scamper round uh, to get into a a more favourable position. Yeah. Anything else on your turn, Del? Or are you done? No, that is me. That's you done. Uh, we are round to Otto. Well, I think this is time to take animal form and I will become a snake. Transform yourselves into a snake. Uh, what level are you casting that at, second or third? Um, if I cast it at third level, is that all my goes? Is that uh, no, uh, so it still, it still costs two actions to cast it. Um, hmm. But it, I think you get some extras. You might get more hit points and stuff if you have it at a higher level. I'm just going to check that. Oh, again, yes, ten, 10 temporary hit points. AC is 17 plus my level. Attack modifier plus 14. 
damage bonus plus five, athletics plus fourteen. So off to cut. Casting at third level just makes it more powerful, is what it is. Yes, I'll cast at third level. Alright, we have our first third level spell uh, being cast in Tales from Twenty Side. And because uh, it, ha- it has been a while since we've seen the snake, remind us, remind us what, what the snake looks like. Um, he is a very large, venomous snake. He is, um, he's not always the same colour, but he's um, black and gold again this time. Black and gold, very nice. Uh, yeah, so uh, Otto transforms himself into uh, a snaky form. Uh, you've got an action left. I will make a strike at the one in the middle. Okay, so uh, from where you were, Otto, um, mm. you will need to use one of your actions to move into position because you're currently kind of on one side of what was the campfire and these, these, these large creatures are on, are on the other side. You need to move a little bit. Oh, that will be on my goes, won't it? It would be yes. I don't, I don't want to use it to just move up to. In that case, I, I will I will move the other way to Della, and I will move to the left hand side of the the one on our left. Okay. So I can I can slither around behind him. Yeah. So Della, as as you as you scamper uh, around, you you sort of hear a hissing sound behind you, and you watch as Otto's Otto's form transforms into a black and gold snake and starts to follow you around. Um, oh no, I'm going the other way to, to Della. The other... So, uh, you're going past Alwyn and Chardonnay? Or are you going... Oh, you're going that way, I yes, see. You're yes, going past Brother yeah. Ramos. Yes. No worries. And uh, yeah, you see... In that case, you, you see this snake moving away from you in the other direction. Um, how far do you want to move, Otto? Um, really to get into a position behind the, uh, the, the one on, on the, our left. Okay. Uh, yeah, you absolutely can, because I think, don't you have more more speed as an animal? Um, I, I do. I have, um, let me see, uh, snake speed 20 feet. Ah, okay, so, you, uh, so 20, 20 feet, which is the same as uh, kind of you normally, I think. Yes. So the furthest you can get, Otto, uh, is kind of to position... Um, about 20 feet away from the camp. You can't get all the way through um, oh. behind behind these creatures, but you can get a, a distance distance there. Can I can I move slightly um, out of their way a bit more as well? Yeah, you absolutely can. So you're, so you're aiming to not be in range of their uh, these yes. nasty looking hooks. Uh, all right. So end of Otto's turn. Uh, we are on to Nadia. As she uses her at her reaction to, to, to jump in. Uh, she is quite simply going to stand up, uh, take out her battle axe, and uh, is going to make a strike at the creature in the centre. Okay. And you see Nadia uh, swings the axe uh, kind of upwards. Um, She's a little, a little bit off balance, having kind of just sort of leapt to her feet. Uh, but in doing so, uh, oh, that might still be a hit. Not quite. Uh, you see her axe um, sort of glides off of uh, this creature's chin. A, a little line, l- line of blood appears from the blade, uh, but it doesn't take, it sort of ducks out the way at the last second of the hit itself. Uh, that's Nadia done. Olwyn. Okay, the first thing Owen would like to do is to uh, issue an instruction to Chardonnay 
Chardonnay! Flanking kill! Um, I would like Chardonnay to move round past Della, round to the other side of this creature. Yep, you can uh, do. So he's flanking with Alwyn. Uh, and Chardonnay will take a bitey bite. Yep. So Chardonnay sort of darts between this creature's legs, wheels round and goes for a bite, roll the attack. 17. Uh, 17 is just enough to hit on these large lumbering creatures. Ooh, excellent. Glad he's flanking them. Uh, oh, that's a d10. Let me try that again. Uh, actually, with, with with the flanking, that would have made it a definite hit, but 17 is their AC. Alright. Cool. Um, so that's 6 points of piercing damage. 6 points, very nice. Uh, for Alwyn, go. Uh, Alwyn would like to uh, strike at the same creature with his rapier. Yeah, absolutely. Roll attack. Uh, that is uh, 22. That hits. For, oh, a whole two points two of damage. points of hmm. damage. <laughs> And Alwyn's final go, he'd like to raise his shield. No worries, very sensible getting yourself a bit, bit more protection in there. Um, end of your turn, we are on to Brother Amos. Oh. <clears throat> so there's the creature sort of directly to my left. I'm just going to run at that and start wailing on it. Yeah, go for it. You rush um, towards it. But first, I'm going to shout. I ride sharks into battle, you fox! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going to use my flurry of blows. So, first gubbin. All those two attacks. First, first action obviously is to is to move up to the one you want to hit. So first one, twenty six. Uh, twenty six is a hair off a critical, but it's a hit nonetheless. Second one, twenty two. Uh, they both hit. Roll damage for me. So a total of thirteen. Not bad at all with your with your second action. You've got one one action left. <laughs> Powerful fist. Okay. Roll one more attack for me. Twenty-one. That is going to hit. Roll damage. Eight. Eight points of damage. You rush up, and with three quick strikes, uh, your fists slam home into the into the flabby, but um, at the same time quite muscular uh, sort sort of torso of these creatures. Um, you do knock a little bit bit of the wind out of the creature as it reels backward from your third strike. Uh, is that you all done? Mm. All right. Uh, end of your turn, brother Ramos. We are round to. Uh, of these creatures, uh, which are all already in a decent position. 
so the one that is fighting, the one that you that you've just hit, Brother Amos, um, is going to swing down at you with this nasty-looking hook. And I've got a. That's a thirty to hit. Uh, thirty. Uh, yeah, my armor class is twenty. Your armor class is twenty. Oh dear, that is a critical hit as it slams this this nasty hook into you, brother Amos. Ouch. Oh, liberating step. Can I? Is it? Okay. Uh, what's the range on Close the liberating enough. step? I think it's 15 foot. Uh, allow me a moment to confirm that. Uh, yes, if both are within 15 feet, the attacker and the attacky. Uh, they're not quite. The Brother Amos is just a bit too far away from you, Owen. Ah, sorry, mate. That's all right. Okay, so Brother Amos, as this, this nasty... Uh, jagged looking hook sort of slams into you uh, you do take uh, that's 11 points no that's a lie it's 22 uh, 26 points of piercing damage as this this cuts Jesus. through your shoulder oh. 20, did you say 26 26 that would have killed you once oh god yeah that was that was a critical hit, by the way. So don't uh, don't think I'm trying to kill you too hard. <laughs> Ouch! Uh, with its second attack, uh, you see it sees uh, Otto Snake slithering away, and uh, despite you being a little distance away from it, Otto, uh, it mm. still uses its sort of long arms to to make a strike towards you, and that's going to be. Uh, 18 to hit. Um, my AC is 22. Okay, so uh, the, uh, this hook slams into the snow as uh, as you sort of just wriggle uh, slyly away, away from it. And it's third action. Um... It's third action, it's going to take another strike of a snake, why not? Huh. Uh, and that's going to completely miss, I think that's only like a 10 to hit, so that, that's definitely going to miss. That's definitely missing, yes. Alright, uh, the second creature in the middle is going to make uh, three attacks. Uh, the first is going towards uh, Nadia, who just tried to hit, hit him. And 19 to hit on Nadia is a miss. Uh, you, she ducks out the way of the, as the hook slams into the snow. Uses its second action to make another, another attack against her. Uh, which she also um, she waits for it to lift its arm up and, and, and telegraph it and just steps nimbly back out the way. Once again, the hook hitting nothing but snow. And with its third strike, frustrated, it will turn around and it will make a strike at Chardonnay. <laughs> And um, it's going to completely flunk that with a nine to hit. No, nope. <laughs> no, I mean. Okay. 
Okay, and lastly, the third uh, the third creature um, is simply going to make a strike at everything around it. So one attack at Olwyn, one attack at Della, one at Chardonnay. So against Olwyn, uh, that is going to be a 27 to hit. Oh, 27 is going to hit. All right, uh, Olwyn, you take 15 points of piercing damage. Ow. Uh, in, in, in kind of this big sweeping motion, it brings the hook round to Della as well. Uh, I've got a natural 20, Della. Oh, go away. <laughs> Oops. Natural 20 for 32 against Della. Is it a named creature? Uh, we will find out in just a second. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> so no crit card, you'll be glad to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, you are still going to be taking... Uh, 27 points of piercing damage, Della, as, as this this hook catches you uh, just um, kind of in the midriff and tears a big chunk out of your side. Oh, I need a calculator for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, as, a, as a note, um, I'm sure Owen's aware and is withholding it for his own reasons, Della is within 15 feet. Oh, shit, yes, but he, is a, he is actually withholding it for a reason. Okay, um, and the third attack going against Chardonnay. Uh, that's a three on the die. Um, Chardonnay ah. once again uh, sort of jumps over <laughs> over <laughs> as, as the hook <laughs> passes past him. That would have been the reason. Yeah, I know. Okay. I see uh, how it is. That ends their turn. It is now Della's turn, having just been heavily wounded by this creature in front of you. Yeah, ooh, I've had the wind knocked out of me. Um, okay, is this creature flat-footed against to uh, me? It's not. Um, with your current okay. positioning, you, you you would need someone on, on the other side of you. Um, yeah. However, there is a rogue feat you can take later on uh, called Gang Up, which would make it flat-footed against you. Okay, well, what I would like to do is uh, something else, which is a feint, which I've actually got distracting feint as well. Uh, which I can do a deception check against his perception DC uh, to make him flat-footed plus stuff. Yeah, sure thing. So, uh, in that case, roll your deception check. I'm just looking up distracting faints because it's been a while since I've used it. Your faints are more distracting than Don't normal. Don't worry, I rolled a one. <laughs> Oh. Can I use my hero point, please? Yes, you may use your hero Thank point. You. I rolled a four, so we can just ignore that. What's what's <laughs> what, what's the total? What's the total? Uh, my total will be uh, deception sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, would that be a critical failure? Uh, I don't think it would. These things are quite thick, so that's that. That is it, because I'm just checking. Yeah, do you know what? Um, these things do not have a high perception at all. Uh, I'm just going to verify because I might be telling porkies, but I'm pretty sure that might even just be a success. That would be nice. Talk amongst yourselves for just 10 seconds. I did think I burnt his eyes out. 
so I don't know if that <laughs> works in my favour. Yeah, what, 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 was, what was your role? Uh, 16. 16. Total. 16, Della, is a success. Yay! Um, so you sort of begin to go left, and uh, as you realise that he's already going that way, you instead go right to double down on, on his own movement. Uh, you sell your feint, he is flat-footed to you. Yay, and as I do that, I uh, uh, he also gets a currently minus two circumstance penalty to perception checks and reflex saves if that comes up. Ooh, very nice. Because of distracting fate. Uh, but yes, I'm going to take the opportunity to have a swing and I roll a 23. 23 is going to hit, roll damage, you get sneak attack. Oh, and I get two dice for my sneak attack now. You do. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Level five, yeah. godlike. Yeah. And I mean, I will just wait till Della gets to like like the really high levels. Like um, the rogue I was playing in our Hell's, Re- Hell's Re- Rebels game, the recently finished. Um, whenever she got sneak attack, she was rolling a fireball's worth of d sixes every every single time. Nice. I don't know what a fireball's worth of d6s is. It's like 8d6, I think. Oh, brilliant. At one point you were rolling 10d6, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, that was, that was if if I got off some of my um, debilitating strikes, but um, her base sneak attack was like 8d6, including weapon damage. It's quite nice. But that's, that, that's not what we're here to talk about. No, <laughs> we're here to talk about my 11 points of damage. That's pretty tasty. Um, mm. What weapons that with Della? Your uh, your rapier. Rapier. Yeah. Yes. So as as you sell this fate, you plunge the blade into into its uh, into its hide. Uh, that particular individual is not looking very well. You've got an action right. left. Oh. I will see if I can finish him off. Oh, 15? No. A 15? Uh, how long... Your feint was a... It was a 16, wasn't it? So I think that's a regular oh, success. I think it was just... A normal success is just until my next attack. That That's it. If you'd had a critical <laughs> success, it would have been for your entire turn, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's correct. So, uh, yeah, a 15 in Fortune does miss. You withdraw your blade... <laughs> And go again for another, for another strike, and it reaches down its big, grey, meaty hand and just um, almost just swats your blade aside the second time. Get you next time. Uh, that's going to end your turn, which brings us on to Otto. So this thing that was uh, attacking me—it is payback time. So I will, I will make a strike. Yeah. So you'll need to use your action, uh, your first action, to move into range of it but you can absolutely do that. Um, didn't he move within range of me first? He didn't need to. Um, these things uh, have, have quite long gangly arms and due to their larger size, uh, he was able to try and hit you even though you thought you were further away than would be normal. Ah, ah well in that case, yes, my first action will be to move within, within range. Yeah, of course, move where you'd like to. Um, I will move just sort of behind yeah you want to go behind him you want to go behind him you absolutely yeah. can uh, as, as, as brother Amos kind of holds the creature's attention you slide hmm. you slither and slide in, in, in behind it yes perfect and I will make my first strike alright roll that attack 
<laughs> which is a natural one. How many ones today? Jeez. Uh, so plus um, one plus the attack modifier of 14 makes 15. So. All right. Um, could you please roll a d6, Neil? Two. Two. This is not a critical fumble. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, so that, I think Dom was waiting for you to say, I'd like to use my hero. I, I, I was. <laughs> that opportunity has now passed. Uh, you've got one action left, Otto. I, I will make another strike. There's a, there's a penalty on the second strike, isn't there? There is. It'll be minus, uh, minus five. This time it is um, uh, 27 minus two is 22. 27 minus, t- minus 5 would be 22, five. yeah. Uh, 20, 22 is a hit, so roll your damage there. Damage is um, 2d4 um, piercing, which is 3 plus 4, 7. 7 piercing plus 1d6, which is 2 poison. Um, that's nine in total, isn't it? Plus a damage bonus of five. So that's 14. Damage bonus of five? Where does that come mm. from? Is that part of a spell? Uh, um, it just says heightened third level. Um, there's a damage bonus plus five. Ooh, interesting. Let me just read that a second. If I'm understanding it right. Uh, yeah, your damage bonus is plus five. That is nice. That is a tasty, tasty attack. I got there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, as as Otto as Otto darts in and bites uh, the back of this creature's leg, um, that that one also is now not looking too well. Uh, that's going to end Otto's turn. We are round to Nadia, and uh, sort of Nadia cut, starting to get get her bearings a bit. Um, she points towards uh, the creature in the center, which hasn't been touched yet and she uh, calls out to you all. Um, it's big, which means it's slow. Uh, use quick movements if you can. Wait for it to telegraph its strikes and you should be all right. Um, she will use her guiding words to give everybody uh, plus one to attack and damage against uh, that creature in the center. And then she goes for two strikes with her, uh, with her battle axe. And you see her first strike, um, she sinks it into the creature's, into the creature's hide. Um, a gout of blood shoots out from it. And uh, her second one, she goes to swing into the creature's leg, um, but it kind of bats, bats, the, bats the axe away with its hook. Uh, but still a hit there from Nadia. That's gonna end her turn. Uh, all when it's you. Uh, mechanical question. Will yes. Nadia's guiding words work on Chardonnay? Uh, yes, she considers Chardonnay an ally. Okay. Because uh, obviously Chardonnay doesn't speak any languages. Yeah. Nadia's just gone up in your books now, hasn't she? Mm. Yeah. No, cool. Um, <laughs> right, so the first thing Alwyn's going to do is attack the creature in front of him. All right. Uh, the one you say is looking pretty ropey. Uh, that is 19. 19 will hit. 
Seven points of damage. Max damage. Seven points of damage. That's a good strike there, Alwyn. Still standing. Uh, second action. <clears throat> I mean, you say still standing, is it like barely still standing or...? It, it, it couldn't take another one of those, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. I will risk another attack. Uh, that is 26. Uh, 26. Uh, with Chardonnay in a position behind it, that will be a critical hit, Owen. Nice. Oh, I get to use I get to use a D8 as well. Then. You do deadly D8 on your critical hit. So that's uh, three, six, ten mm. points of damage in total. Ten points of damage. Uh, right, I'll tell you what your I'll tell you what your crit card was, so you can flavour the kill appropriately. Uh, your crit card was right in the ear, uh, so uh, <laughs> the creature would have been made deafened as well as as well as the strike you hit it with. So, Alwyn, uh, fl- please flavour that kill for me as that creature goes down. <laughs> Exactly as it describes, he sort of he swipes it across his chest in the first action, doing a bit of damage, and then as the creature puts its hand to its chest, it just pokes the rapier straight into the side of its head and its big ear. And it, and it, <laughs> and it staggers for a second, and, you, and you, see, you see it go cross-eyed as you do so, and then it slides off the blade and lands with a thud. <laughs> that one is down. Mm-hmm. One eye rolls upwards, one eye rolls downwards. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, <laughs> third action will be to instruct Shadow. I mean, why Nadia didn't move into a flanking position, I don't know. But Owen's going to um, instruct Chardonnay. Flanking kill on the middle one! So Chardonnay's first action will be to move into a flanking position with Nadia. Yep, moves, in, moves across behind it. And then... Have a nominom. Uh, ooh, 15. Uh, 15, while it's flat-footed, is just enough to hit. Excellent. Uh, five points of damage. Not a lot, but... Yep. Five Every points of damage. helps. Okay. Uh, that's going to be Chardonnay done, isn't it? That's Chardonnay, yeah. yeah. Move and bite. It is. Okay, uh, so that's going to be end of your turn. We're on to Brother Amos. Um, first of all, I would like to use wholeness of body to recover some hit points. Yeah, so you, you use your first action uh, to sort, sort of take a breath. You close your eyes for a second, uh, connect with your, your inner strength. Um, you use your focus point to cast wholeness of body and you restore eight hit points. I just want to check something because uh, this might be something we didn't address when you were leveled up. Okay, so um, because your focus spells are automatically heightened, um, now you are level five, uh, wholeness of body counts as a level three spell. Uh, which means you instead gain 16 hit points back. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Uh, yep, two actions left. 
Oh no, sorry, I'm just uh, altering my uh, hit points. Uh, I will use, um, I'll have a swing at it with a flurry of blows. Alright, roll to attacks. Twenty-four. Twenty-four uh, is going to hit. Uh, eighteen. And eighteen is also going to hit. Ooh. Eight. And four. Twelve points of damage there. Very nice. You, you rock this creature, it's staggering, it's looking ready to drop, but it is still up and fighting. Well, I suppose the only sensible thing to do would be to punch it again. I'll have another swing at it. Right, roll that attack. Eighteen. Eighteen uh, is enough to hit. Roll damage. Mm. Seven. Seven. And with your third strike, Brother Amos, you, you you bring this creature low as it pitches face forward into the snow. Lovely. Nice work. All right. Um, is that you all done? That's three, yeah, that's three actions. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, we are back round to them, or rather, should I say him, as there is now only only one of these these creatures remaining. And uh, sort of seeing its comrades fall left and right, um, and seeing it that it's, it's starting to get surrounded, um, uh, this creature uh, sort, sort of uh, calls out as it's glancing around fe feverishly, Jurgen, uh, you said this easy prey, um, and is going to break away from from you all. Uh, literally uses its entire turn uh, to to dart back into the forest in which you're camping. Um, and that is going to end its turn. Della, what would you like to do? Well, I want to just stab it. <laughs> ah. uh, can I see where he's gone from where I am? Or you saw which direction he moved in, Della. Um, he kind of mm. moved due west. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm not going to go run after him. Uh, so these these creatures that come up, um, were they wearing anything? Can I just go have a rummage? Uh, so they're they're kind of wearing like a like a dirty grubby loincloth that hides their dignity, but not not a lot else. Uh, okay, they, I won't rummage them. <laughs> they, they do each have uh, what looks to be a small sack over their shoulder, like sort of that tied on with a, with a leather bandolier. Yeah. I'm glad you added over their shoulder. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go chase them down. I'll go have a look at their stuff. Small sacks. Yeah. All right, so you you spend your turn rummaging through um, uh, through that through the sack of the creature in front of you, Della. Um, oh, I can't believe I just said that. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> you spend a few minutes, you, you spend a second sort of rum- rummaging through, through its bag, and you find a couple of things, Della. Um, you find uh, what looks to be a leg of a goat or something. Um, it's a couple of days old, you think. Uh, it smells quite sweet, as though it's beginning to, to decay. Um, you find a section of, of rope about 10 feet long, and you find a collection of shiny looking buttons. Um, a bit mean now. <laughs> uh, I th- I'd say it's probably going to take two actions. You've got an action left if you want to do anything with it. Well, there's nothing much here. I don't know if you guys want to go run after him, but it's getting late. And that's the end of my turn. I'm. So, uh, Della, at the end of your turn. Um, <laughs> You kind of hear a rustling in the tree, in one of the, one of the trees, kind of just to the south of your camp. Um, and uh, as you kind of as you kind of hear this rustling, you look up in that direction and you see a pair of frosty blue eyes looking out out, out of the tree towards you. And um, you just hear a growl coming from it from its direction. <sighs> Idiots. Guess I'll do everything myself. And there is a thud as leaping from the tree is a fourth of these creatures. Um, but uh, rather than holding uh, a jagged hook, it has these these sharp claws made of look to be like like white bone extending from both of its hands. Um, a tumble down mane of white hair sort of co- co- covers that down its back, and you can see that it's it's um, it's grey skin. Uh, it's kind of crisscrossed uh, with faint blue lines uh, that resemble frost. And that is where we're going to end for tonight, folks. Ooh.
at least we've got a goat leg. <laughs> yeah. I was going to suggest we chase after the other one, not let him get away, because he could report back, but mm. it seems the that reporting came to us. Mm. Well, I'm assuming this is the Jürgen. How, how big are you in snake form? Do you think you're big enough <laughs> to carry a person? <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that big. What's the okay. biggest thing you could eat as a snake? Um, I don't know. Like, like a, like just like a rabbit or like a bull. I, I think I'm. A, I think I'm a pretty big snake, like a, a sort of anaconda size. So, yeah, I must. Like, I could, could eat a could small. You, could you swallow? Brother Amos, and then spit him out, and he comes flying out with his fists out. <laughs> could do. Uh, <laughs> he could do half that. I mean, if you're not that attached to your fists, I'm sure we could arrange it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he could probably swallow Brother Amos. I would have thought. I mean, you know, those big old anaconda—they do stretch, and of course, they dislocate their jaws. Mm. To to swallow things whole, but but once they're in, they're kind of that's it. They they don't tend to come out except the other end. Yeah, a, a snake's not really the ideal transport for. Well, well, so swallow more, swallow uh, me head, head first, and then fire me out the other end. Yeah, more a, 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 a bull would be a better. <laughs> fart me, Otto. Fart transport me. <laughs> See, in my head, though, I always thought it was only. quite a small snake, like. You know, like one of those red and black ones that are quite like you get like pets. Like 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 yeah, like yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, but it makes sense if you're big enough to like bite monsters and do damage. Hmm. Well, we've 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 already had we've already had Otto Shark. Uh, now we just need Otto Snake Catapult, and we'll uh, we'll be truly complete. <laughs> I mean, the I've got to say that the the shipping of Otto and uh, Brother Amos is getting very, very kinky. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way we like it. That's it. No, no, no kink shaming on this podcast, folks. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's an Except education. Except that thing you like, Ben, because that's fucking disgusting. 